Dr. Bill with just the tip America talking, I guess at this point, self-defense. There are a few things that before we wrap things up in this segment that we absolutely have to talk about. And and we showcased really uh, the gift of fear. And we talked about going with our gut looking at what doesn't make sense and try to try to try to figure this out we are people that like to engage many of us and we don't want to be criticized for being uh, rude uh, for being a dick uh, for uh, being aggressive uh, for uh, not engaging sometimes that's okay and for people who are walking around and outside of their castle, outside of their home, the concept is bring that same concept of castle theory to traveling, to our office, to our school, to our areas of socialization. And so when we look at that, we want to be involved and we want to be engaged, but we also want to look at people that are overly charming, are overly gracious, and are overly nice when we don't ask for that, when we are the target of their charm, of their niceness. Why are they doing that? And some people legitimately want to be nice and engaging. Some people want to get into your skin to hurt you and hurt you badly. This is not being paranoid. It's adding another layer of the castle theory of self-defense. Any martial artist any martial artist will talk to you about two concepts of being good at what they do. It has nothing to do with strength and practice and katas and maneuvers and how many Jackie Chan movies you've seen. <laughs> it has to do with being aware, being aware of your surroundings. And it has to do with deceit. Let's take deceit for a moment. Now, why is this person being so nice to me? Why is this person so charming? I think I do it. I tell jokes because I want to be liked. I try to be charming because I want to be liked. I don't need anything from anybody, but some people do. And some people have a plan to get next to you to eliminate one of those layers of castle theory of self-defense, get through your moat, get through your locked door, get through your draw bridge, whatever it is. And some people are being nice and deceitful and limit your awareness and limit the ability to see what's about to come. Whether it's a hustle from a financial point of view or a hustle from a physical 
point of view or to take you sexually, you have to be aware. And you have to be aware that there are certain people who have a plan. And their plan is to be deceitful. A weapon that most people will tell you who understand weapons is not to be seen, is not to be brandished. It's what? A weapon is to be felt. It does me no good as a bad guy to impress you with my weapon. It does me a great amount of good for you to feel the weapon, for you to feel the weapon hard, to succumb to it. And then I can take whatever you want, whatever I want. So deceit is a huge issue. Lack of awareness is a huge issue. Teach your kids that. Te teach your babies that. Yeah. Teach yourself that. So deceit and awareness is a big, big deal. Now, there's a lot of information on the art of war. There's also a lot of information in the book Never Split the Difference because that has to do with negotiation. It has to do with reading your opponent, being aware of what your opponent wants. Sift through, read through that deceit. Very, very important. When we're on the street, when we're in a boardroom, when we're in school, when we are engaging socially, it is so important to understand this. It's so important to understand what's really going on in what people want. And the issue is, is that Everyone has a plan, whether you're dating, whether you're in business, whether you're in a confrontation at a bar. Everyone has a plan. Your job, your only job is to get home at night safely to your loved ones. That's it. Do whatever it takes to get home. Do whatever it takes to interrupt the deceit to interrupt the bad guy's plan oh you're being too paranoid you're being too judgmental you're being too frightened no i'm being observant anyone who talks about give the guy another chance give the guy ability to fumble in his own way socially has never spent two or three let alone 24 hours in a big city emergency room you guys very rarely have had the opportunity to see how shitty how horrible how vindictive how predatory people can be i'm not being paranoid I am not being judgmental. I'm being observant. That does not mean you pull out a weapon to stab or shoot someone 
or throw some or throw something in their face. It means be aware. Understand that's an option. Understand that people are out there to hurt you. Why is that important? Because if you don't tell people that, if you don't tell your children that, if you don't tell your loved ones that, there'll be some people who miss the opportunity to see them that night, to see them at home. Would you rather do that? Would you rather be a little bit distrusting? Or would you rather spend a week's wage and buy some pretty flowers and put them in a memorial? It has nothing to do with weapons. It has a lot to do with opportunity and has a lot to do with how screwed up Can I say fucked up, Jose? Because I'm very passionate about that. I'm a little upset right now. (laughs) Are we okay? Yeah, you you can't say it within, like, I think the first minute. But I'm okay right now. Okay. It has to do with how (laughs) fucked up certain people are. Again, I'm not going to control that. I'm going to control how I respond to that. And for those who've not suffered the trauma of people who can talk with some authority like me for those people we got to teach them we got to protect them we got to guide them we got to proctor them we got to support them they don't have to hear the backstory but they just have to understand that some people are deceitful some people have a plan to hurt you And their job and my job is to teach people how to interrupt that plan, period. It doesn't mean you're paranoid. It doesn't mean you're judgmental. It means you have a group of people that you love and you want to protect. We all have heard about the sheep, the sheepdog, and the wolves. The wolves are the bad guys. Maybe five, six, seven percent of the world that wants to eat you, wants to take what you have, wants to hurt you, wants to conquer you, wants to suppress you, wants to screw you. Those are the wolves. Those are the guys that do okay. They make a great living by taking, by hurting, by conquering. They're the sheepdogs. The sheepdogs are five, six, seven, ten percent of people, probably less, that their job is to identify the wolves, to prevent the wolves from doing what they want to do. They interrupt their plan. They see the wolves for who they are, for what they are, for what they stand for, for what they want to do. And they stop them. They crush them. They prevent them from hurting who? The majority of people who are the sheep. That's 90% of the world. That's not bad. Being a sheep is what we would all like to be. They don't know 
that they're bad people. They don't want to know that there are wolves out there. There are entities. There are people that want to take their wool, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. We don't want to know that there are people that are going to hurt us, that are going to stop us from just living, from being sheep. So we ignore them. We ignore the fact that there are wolves out there because it makes us uneasy. And it's easier. If I got fucked over, if I get raped, if I get hurt, if I get killed, now it's over. I couldn't control it. It just happened. And I certainly don't want to know that there are sheepdogs out there because that justifies the argument that there are wolves out there. Why do I need anyone to protect me? Mm-hmm. Why do I need anyone to teach me self-defense? Why do I need anybody to teach me how to protect myself? To know that there are bad people, that there are wolves out there. So I don't really need them. Because I've already discounted the wolves. And therefore, there's no need for the sheepdog. I don't need protection. I can do it myself. No one's going to take my wool. No one's going to hurt me. No one's going to take from me. Great. If we were in a movie. If we were in a novel and we're not. Right. We're not. We, most of us are sheep and we want to do what we do without thinking about the wolves and the sheepdog. We have fucking idiots out there and I stumble on the words because I'm probably going to get in trouble by saying this, is that we want to defund the sheepdogs. Are there bad sheepdogs? Yeah, yeah. There are some dogs that were led astray. But the sheepdogs are here to protect us from the wolves. Mm -hmm. Taking the teeth out of the sheepdogs is the most ludicrous thing that I have ever heard of, that I've ever thought of, that doesn't make any sense. Let's put up signs in movie theaters and restaurants and convention centers that say, no wolves along. No wolves are allowed to come in here. Yeah. That'll keep them out. Okay, we're not going to... Okay, if you're a wolf, you can't come in here. All right, sorry. I wish I could come in here because I'd really like to take your wool. What wolf do you know that's going to read a fucking sign? (laughs) Right. What wolf do you know that's going to abide the law. If the wolf is the one that's just waiting for that wool. Because if I don't have, if I have a sign that says no wolves allowed, there's going to be another sign that says no sheepdogs allowed. Yep. All right, cool. I've got my nirvana. I've got my island of peace. And I've got my island of safety. Wow. Wow. When does that happen? 
what movie, what novel, what dream are you following? Right. The sheep are around us and they're the majority of people. That's all right. It's not good or bad. Let them do what they want to do. I would love to have children who are sheep for real legitimate reasons because there's no need to fear. There's no need to interrupt someone's plan that is bad. All right. I'm 67 years old and I've been around enough sheep dogs and wolves to know that's not reality because I still have to leave my castle and I still have to go to work. I have to travel to my work. And I know that there are areas that I always have to be aware of. I enjoy being around sheep. It is tough to be a sheepdog. Why? Because for the sheep that are out there that just don't get it, I'm not talking about children. I'm not talking about the innocents. I'm not talking about the naive. I'm talking about people that choose to be a sheepdog because they do not get it. The sheepdog has to be there. Because I've been to the county hospitals. I've been to the emergency rooms. I've seen people in road rage. I've seen people who have threatened others. And I've seen the repercussions of those who have been threatened. And there are wolves out there. This is not con conspiracy. It's not crazy. It's not paranoia. It's not judgmental. It's only observation. I only see what I see. I only see what's put out in front of me. Do I have answers? No. I do not have answers and that pisses me off personally because I want to be known as a sheepdog. Is that an ego issue? I don't know. Is it a machismo issue? I hope not because I'm scared. I'm scared of what's around there. I'm scared for my family. I'm scared for my children. I'm scared for my loved ones and my friends. The biggest thing that I can do that you can do is be aware be aware be aware the next biggest thing that all of you can do is interrupt their plan interrupt their plan and after all of that interrupt their plan let's lighten it up help me get through this evening let's listen to the spinners rubber band man guys bring it on we'll bounce back in just a moment
All right. Thank you, guys. We are back. I'm Dr. Bill. This is just the tip of America. We've spent some time talking about the importance of awareness. We've talked about self-defense. We've talked about the concept of doing whatever take it takes to get home safely to your loved ones. We've talked about the castle defense, the castle theory of self-defense that all of us unknowingly, most of us unknowingly, bring to our home when we go to bed at night. The importance of telling our kids, teaching our kids about that, where they go to school, where they go to the mall, where they go to a party, being aware of your surroundings. Let me give you some bullets. Here's the bottom line. That it is tough to survive in this country at this time. Now, today we talk about guns and drugs and roofies and carjackings and all these things. A hundred years ago, it was uh, knives and rapes and being caught in a barn or being caught in a carriage and being uh, accosted by people where we weren't aware of social media and things could be quiet. It's all the same thing. It's all the same danger. It's a question of being aware of your surroundings. It's not about being an accomplished martial artist. It's not about carrying a weapon. It's about survival, end of story. It's about doing whatever it takes to get home to your family. It's about using whatever tools you have to protect yourself. And it's about awareness and understanding that the tools the bad guys use, one of the big tools is deception. If something doesn't feel right, it's not right. If you see something bad, if you see something that doesn't fit, if you see something that doesn't make sense, say something. Now, when I run programs in hardening the target, making it difficult for the bad guys to enter the office, I talk about using rubber stoppers to close a door or lock the doors in case someone has broken a door. I talk about masking tape or duct tape or gorilla tape to place on windows to help prevent or at least slow down people from breaking windows. We can use not guns or knives, but we can use fire extinguishers. We can use mace. We can use bear spray. We can use wasp spray to spray their face and their eyes when we talk about self-defense for our kids our loved ones and even myself i look at stopping people from breathing from seeing and from moving this is not because someone got in line in front of me at a coffee shop or an ice cream place it's because people are going to hurt me or hurt your babies or getting to an office or school it's not about carrying a gun it's looking at what's around you staplers phones 
computers, fire extinguishers, pencils, they're all weapons. The biggest weapon you have is your mind. The biggest weapon you have is an understanding about being aware of your surroundings. A cell phone does you no good if you're on the phone texting and not being aware of the surroundings, not being aware of your surroundings, people who are getting into your personal space. What is personal space? Personal space is that space where you don't have time to react. You don't have time to yell stop. You don't have time to push people away physically. Hey, do you have the time? No, I don't. Sorry. Can you give me change for $10? Nah, I'm sorry. I don't have any money. Hey, can you tell me where this ice cream place is? No, sorry. I'm not from around here. Those are all things to say. You're not being rude. You're being safe. Remember that. Keep that list with you. Tell your children. Tell your loved ones. Be safe. Just the tip America of surviving and getting home to your loved ones. I'm Dr. Bill. Let's finish up with the spinners. Rubber band man. We'll bounce back to you next week. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for finishing with Just the Tip America. You've been with Dr. Bill, and he is looking forward to creating yet another tip with you. We invite you to become a big, fat member and subscribe. Make your time spectacular. It is all up to you. Grab what you can out of life and join us at JustTheTipAmerica.com. 